Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, getting you to the weekend. It is Thursday. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Glad to have everybody here today. Got a lot of emails we'll get to coming up. Just a few. Where did the witch go? She's on her sure. phone. She's oh, pacing she back and forth. Oh, she's got something serious going down? I don't know. Is she doing deals or is she... Not sure what she's got going on. I have no idea. I've been uh, thumbing through all the emails that we got here. So I'm unaware of what Virginia's got going on. She's just too busy. She's too busy. Yeah. So I'll, I'll save the uh, email we have with somebody calling BS on Virginia from oh, yesterday. Please, please save you it need, for her. You need that. You yeah. got to have her in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> as soon as she walks in, we go, oh, someone's got to call you out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of that. So we'll uh, get to that one uh, coming up here in just a bit. Um, let me see. Got uh, a lot of other stuff uh, going on here today, including some stuff from the regular show that uh, we were not able to get to here today. We'll uh, jump in on some of that. There she is. Sorry. We were scared. I'm out there doing deals. That's what oh, I said. Are. Doing I dealing. said you're okay. out there doing deals. You're doing I business was. lady stuff? Is yeah. that what's going on? Yeah. Just out there doing deals, Kat. That's how it is when you're a player. Okay. I called it. I'm in the game. Doing them Cajun deals? <laughs> kind them of. crawfish deals? <laughs> it's, it's from somebody I met at a at crawfish fest. <laughs> okay. Because Kevin was going to start the podcast off with an email calling you out, but we waited. Oh, good. Let me hear it. Okay. You ready for it? <laughs> I'm so ready. All right, we can, uh, get him, mama. <laughs> get right to it. Had to do with the discussion that we were having yesterday with Virginia getting... Uh, dong videos from 22-year-old dudes. <laughs> oh, my husband brought this up yesterday, oh, too. Oh, okay. Was he mad? I'd like to hear about it. He was not happy. What, what did he say? Because to refresh, if people did not hear, uh, we read off a little thread. You had gotten a video from a 22-year-old dude, and he wasn't a listener, but he thought you were a MILF. And it was a photo of him with his uh, erect D, and he <laughs> had his hand around it, and he was just, you know, wanting to see how you would like that, and he was calling you a MILF and all that kind of stuff. And you were kind of going on about it, and apparently there was a bit of a conversation of back and forth, and you went on and were defending that you were DMing him back because you were trying to get him to become a listener <laughs> of the show. 
By the way, I feel like this guy is a listener and he's fucking with you. There's no way he's just he he he's listening to the audio mm. of this. Or probably watching too. So the message that we got for Virginia is somebody said, I call BS on Virginia. If Panda got V pick videos of a 22-year-old female and he corresponded with her, Virginia would be losing her shit with him. Even if he said that he was trying to get her as a customer to his business, as she <laughs> said she was doing with this guy, complete double standard. She would not tolerate Panda even responding to a person like that. She could have blocked this loser and not even dignified him with a response, but she continues to just pump up her own ego with crap like this, <laughs> really responding to him to get one freaking listener. Total BS. Get Panda on the phone and ask him what he thinks about this. So he apparently did have some comments about it yesterday. What were his comments, Virginia? So at the end of the day, a lot of times I'll go through all of our Instagram DMs and I'll just kind of like answer all or not, maybe not all, most that I can do in a day because we get a lot. And he saw me doing that like I do every day. And Panda goes, huh? Any more videos? Any more dick pics from 22-year-olds? Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, no. So I know it's on his radar, and I know he don't like it. And, I mean, I'm not going to encourage it. Uh, I, I don't, anymore. I don't, I don't want dick pics. That's, I certainly don't want to promote that kind of behavior. You're right. I'm I, wrong. I said it the other day. <laughs> don't fly too close to the sun, Sinicky. You're going to get burned. <laughs> so you now think that uh, you were flying too close to the sun. He might be right. Look, it's all what you, you want your strategy to be. If you want to invite that kind of element, keep texting back. That guy <laughs> wants you to text back, and he's going to see it as a green light. He don't know no fucking red light, that guy. Anyone that sends their dick doesn't know what red light means. If you're randomly you're right. sending dick pics to women, you're a little unhinged. You don't know what red light. You don't have a fucking red light. You don't have a <laughs> yellow light either. You just see green lights and dicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So. But here's the thing: I will say with Virginia, Virginia, I'm not defending it because I'd be annoyed too. But she she doesn't want she doesn't want 22 year old dick. No one's no. no one thinks that. I don't want any dick other than Panda. I'm just not. I'm not out that way. I'm not built that way. I mean, I like fucking with people, and I like the idea of batting around a little 21-year-old's DMs like a cat with a cat toy, but I'm not uh, interested. Oh, that's the best analogy. Batting <laughs> yeah. around a 22-year-old. Yeah, you got a pussy analogy what? in there. And- <laughs> You're not batting anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, and, and two, I think it's interesting content that, like, Someone just shoots their shot nowadays with an old-ass woman like myself, about to be 50, and you come out the shoot with a dick pic? People my age ain't ready for that. Yeah. But it's interesting, and I like the content of it for the show because it's interesting to talk about. But do I want 22-year-old dick? Absolutely not. The, the show will make you... The show will make you do stupid things and it then does. send it to Kevin. <laughs> well, I, even when the, the bit we do, you know, who complained to Jaybird? Now, yeah. I think that's something where people know they can get on the show that way as well. You mm. know, that guy knows she's going to probably fucking talk about that. 
So you think that he really was a listener? He was just playing. Yes, I would bet money that that guy's a listener. I think maybe he hasn't listened in a while, and now he sent that pick. And then as soon as he sent that pick, he probably started listening to see if we would talk about see, his pick. This is exactly why Virginia can't fly too close to the sun. <laughs> She's the guy that goes into the strip club that thinks the stripper really likes him. <laughs> she thinks these guys are her always perspe- telling the her truth. Her perspective is way off, and here, that there's codes and rules they follow, and they're always truthful. Well, Kevin knows. I've taken the strippers home. I befriended them. Yeah, she 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 has a tendency to get too close to strippers. I think you're, you're, no, you're <laughs> missing my. She brings all the drama home with her. You're missing my analogy here. You know what I'm saying. I like it spicy, baby. We well, fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Dong, pick it up, dog. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a uh, story that has gone viral. Talking of 22-year-olds and how they date, is this cute or annoying? There is a 22-year-old guy that had been trying to track down his dream girl that he met at a bar after she only gave him part of her phone number. I saw this. I love this. She wrote it on a napkin along with her name, Jackie, but she left out two digits on purpose. And at the bottom of the napkin, she wrote, trust me, I'm worth it. I love it. Jackie, this is an awesome challenge that this guy has taken on, and he literally is going through every number in the numerical sequence possible. There are 100 possible combinations. I love it. To go through. (laughs) So it was all a challenge. Well, the cousin of this dude posted it up on social, goes viral. Jackie sees the post and responded, He may not be as clever as he thinks. Give me his number. I'm taking over this operation. So it sounds like he was unable to get a hold of her, and she's going to contact him. Oh, take your power back, Jackie. But, I mean, does that just not look completely desperate that she's now? Well, now she realizes she can do it for likes and follows. I'm not buying any of this horse shit. (laughs) I love it. I mean, it is what it is. Is Jackie cute? I don't think they, there wasn't a photo attached to the story that I saw. I want to see this Jackie. I just, I, I don't know, when it comes to all these fucking TikTok. They get, could all be fake. Of course. It could all be fake, but I just want to believe this is real because it sounds so fun. And that's why you can't fly close to the sun with these <laughs> creepsters that DM you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, over the holidays, I perfected my Atoll Vodka Lemonade. Oh, it's so good. I make my own simple syrup, and then I add the Atoll Vodka, use fresh lemon juice. It's so good. Atoll Vodka pairs with everything. On the rocks, in a Bloody Mary, any kind of fruit juice, you name it, with a soda. It's so good. Atoll Vodka. You can pick it up for yourself at mashandgrape.com. They'll ship it right to your home. Atoll Vodka. Go to mashandgrape.com. A couple other uh, interesting stories. I saw the uh, South Florida Fair got caught up in a little controversy. It all had to do with uh, pig auctions. And the policy they have, there is a a couple, Eric and Meg Weinberger, that went to the pig auction and laid up a bit, a bit of $4,700 to get a pig, 250 pound Bella B swine was the name of the pig. And their plan was to take Bella B swine home with them as a pet, but The policy of the South Florida Fair is that you don't take these animals home to be pets. You take them home to be dinner. 
And they were going to have Bella B. Swine be 186 pounds of processed meat after Bella B. Swine took herself to the slaughterhouse. Well, the Weinbergers, they don't roll like that because they're all about saving animals. And in fact, they have kind of a little place at their house where they keep lots of different pets and they have a whole bunch of other pigs that are there. And they just wanted to have uh, Bella B. Swine be one of those pigs. So they didn't understand the policy. Now, the Weinbergers say they never realized that they were participating in a terminal auction and would never have participated if they had. They noticed that the fair registration form never indicated the hogs offered were going to be processed for their meat, and there was no signage at the auction. And they say that Bella would have fit in just fine with the other pigs and animals they have on their 15-acre animal rescue operation that is in Palm Beach County off Beeline Highway near West Palm. They live in Calusa. Yeah, it's in Calusa. Okay. If you know where that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's out there a good bit. It is. But I've been to their farm. They're my friends. Okay. I've known them for many, many years. Yeah, you were caught up in the hog controversy on Saturday. I had no idea what I got caught up in as I was in it. <laughs> Me and Denny's left at the perfect time. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I think as soon as we left, that's when the drama started. It is. And, you know, my friends, Eric and Megan. Megan is one of the founding members of Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Okay. She started that. Mm-hmm. And now she's got her own big property, and she runs her own rescue, and it's on her property, her land. Her house is there. The rescue is there. They got pigs. They got zebras. They got donkeys. They got geese. They just lost a pig named Wilbur. Okay. And so they were excited because they're like, okay, we're going to go. We're going to get a new pig. And I was like, I didn't even know you could get a new pig at the f- at the fair. Mm-hmm. I just, I've always been at the rides, you know, and right. goofing around and being stupid at the fair. But it's a big thing with the future farmers of America. The high school kids that are going into farming are given a, a project to raise this pig or raise this animal. And then the, the animal is auctioned off at the fair and it goes right to the slaughterhouse. That's like the deal. And, and I guess no one really knew that. And especially the Weinbergers didn't know that. And so when I was at the fair with them on Saturday, right when Jaybird left at the perfect time before the drama, um, they were going back there and they're like, we just want a bid on a pig. And they were so excited. And then they realized, oh, wait, we can't have a pig because these pigs all go to the slaughter. And so I tried to help and I like called the people that I know at the fair and I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, is there any way they can have the pig? And the fair's like, absolutely not. You know, we can't do this. So you're making calls at the fair. Yeah. You're involved now. So is this kind of like the wheeling and dealing? Is this like uh, what you're doing? Is you're uh, doing livestock I was on th- business? I was trying to be a mediator. This is the kind of business that Virginia does when she's uh, not here on time for the start of the after the show podcast. I was trying to be a pig mediator. Me and Denny almost stayed with her, and we decided to say, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go get the frozen chocolate cheesecake yeah. on a stick, and that saved us. from. And then we just left. It saved us from this bullshit. You would have been all in the pig drama. Oh, that. Because, you know, Meg and Meg's there with her kids. Eric and Meg have kids. And my kids know their kids. And they all play. And the kids are big animal lovers. So now the kids sure. are all invested. Mm-hmm. And the high schooler that raised Bella B. Swine, the pig, that high schooler is in tears because she doesn't want Bella B. Swine to go to the the 
the butcher. So they make kids raise the pig and then they have to watch the, the pig get executed? It's a part of their future Farmers of America project. And then all the money from the auction of Bella goes to the girls' college fund that raised her. Got you. So it's like mm-hmm. a whole system that helps with, you know, college for these kids. And I get it. But yeah. what Meg and Eric were trying to say is, We'll make the donation. We'll pay for this pig. Mm-hmm. We'll even make an extra donation on top of the regular donation for whatever you want to put it towards to save Bella instead of slaughter Bella. And that's why I was trying to intervene and help. But the fair was like, no, we can't. It's our policy. None of these animals get to live. Mm-hmm. Well, the director of business development for the South Florida Fair, Becky Brashear, she said that these hogs were not raised to be with other animals, and if they were, they would been raised differently. If that were the case, and that's you know why they're not they're not I don't know domesticated or ready for that kind of life. And I think Meg is willing to take that on because if you know my friend mm-hmm. Meg, she does not shy away from a difficult animal or an animal with a troubled past or whatever makes this pig not meant to be around other pigs. Meg is fully ready to take the responsibility and has the acreage and resources and infrastructure mm-hmm. to rescue any animal. So you're in the middle of this kind of like a thing? <laughs> yes. Can you put the reputation around here, Nikki? <laughs> yeah. And, and Eric was quoted in the Palm Beach Post is saying that the fair should have admitted they were wrong, said, we wasted an entire day fighting with them. With Virginia Sinicki by our side. <laughs> 97.9 WRMF. She lives in Tequesta. And we have yet to receive an apology for the defective registration form and the lack of signage at the site. Now, the fair is responding that their website makes it very clear that they do livestock auctions. And this is how it's going to happen. They say that we have been doing this for at least 60 years, and some say that I think we've been doing it the entire time. The fair, South Florida Fair has been around for 111 years. Dang. And they believe that it has been a tradition at the fair for that long as well. So it's definitely documented 60 years. A lot of people are saying that it's common knowledge about that. I didn't know. Did you know? I'm not in that world. So no, but that's what I was asking you yesterday. Within that raising of the pig community, is it one of those things that it's looked down upon, kind of like with the nudist colony, you can't cover anything up. Even mm. they, they, it's it's against their their credo. Is it against the credo of the farmers to you can't? No one can swoop in and save the animal because that's that part of the process. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is. We've always done it this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just asking. I have no idea. I, I didn't know either about any of that. I didn't either. I didn't even know this happened, but. Yeah, it, it, I thought it was just, it poises an interesting question, you know? Yeah. They go through a lot, too. 143 hogs were auctioned last Saturday, along with 44 steers. and a lot of meat. I guess my question is, if you're buying it, why do you, what do you care with what happens to the pig after? Yeah, I don't know if there's any liability on the fair's part if they did not take it to slaughter and something happened with the pig, got loose in traffic. I don't know, or you know, who knows. That's what they'd fall on. It's not domesticated, and it's 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 now. That seemed to be about the only argument. The two things that they had is tradition, and then these aren't raised to be domesticated; they're raised to be eaten. 
is you know how they're to be conditioned now and if that pig fucks somebody else up you know they're they're gonna say you'll get sued because we told you yeah it's not meant to be around now the fair is kind of jumping in trying to save face because there's getting some media attention around this so the fair says it's going to pay that girl forty seven hundred dollars the bid that the weinbergers had agreed to pay um and i guess that was a high bid i guess that bellaby swine went uh big because most pigs don't go for more than nineteen hundred dollars uh, and so as for Bella, apparently her meat is expected to be given to charity and there's no word if she's been harvested yet, but your friends have uh, been very vocal. They've been on local TV. And then on, uh, yesterday, Meg was on Howard Stern, uh, you know, cause he's a big animal activist with his wife. Yeah. Meg is friends with Beth, who is Howard's wife. Uh, okay. Did you ask her why he called me a dick face? Howard Stern called me a dick face. <laughs> Next time you bend her ear and ask her that. <laughs> well, you are kind of a dick face sometimes. <laughs> Never mind. I remember why you called me a dick face. <laughs> I'm a dick face too. That's uh, Sinicky, always in the heat. Yeah, she is. So yeah. Virginia's uh, right in the heart of it. I'm always in yeah. it, even when I don't want to be in it. <laughs> and uh, somebody in the chat room, uh, Mountain Mermed, said it's uh, far superior meat to what you'll get at the grocery store because uh, these pigs are pampered. So that's why people go and pay the exorbitant amounts. For their bacon there. So the pig did not make it. I'm taking it. It's- Pig's not going to make it, no. Pig is going to wind up meal, uh, bacon, or pork chops. <laughs> Damn. Or whatever you want to do with Bella B. Swine. <laughs> Damn. I will say, too, before you raise those animals, don't get attached, I guess. Well, that might Good be, luck on that. That might be something to take from this, that, you know, when a high schooler is gifted a pig like this, and then the high schooler falls in love with the pig and creates an Instagram page for the pig. An Instagram page? <laughs> this, fuck? this pig has an Instagram. Oh, shit. Well, they, That's why the, the pig went for more. You humanize the pig that way. You really make the pig. This pig was more of a pet than dinner. Don't you agree having And an I Instagram? think that's why Meg wanted to save it because Meg also was looking over at the high school girl who was having her pig auctioned and that high school girl was crying and Meg wanted to make it better for everybody. Don't you agree that having the Instagram account for the pig makes it a little bit a little bit harder? And, uh, you know, I mean, the, look, there's just there's fair-minded people and then there's, you know, your animal lover people and they just got two different wavelengths. Totally, and that's what it is. You've got mm. two different worlds colliding here yeah. and it's tough. And yeah. that pig was pampered, you say. What goes into a pig pampering? It's entire- They get their nails done. They had fake lashes. Yeah, do they get their hooves <laughs> massaged? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did have outfits. I saw the Instagram. I mean, they really... <laughs> that's crazy how big and so revealing. You can't humanize a pig so much and then turn it into breakfast. That's what's fucking yeah. weird about it. Here's these cute outfits. Yeah. Here's this cute Instagram and off with its head. And then is the last post like a plate of bacon? <laughs> I don't know. Is there- it's brutal. It's tough. It's, it's tough brutal. world out there. Well, you, you just ask yourself, is the process, the Instagram, the dresses, the, mm-hmm. oh, look how cute this is. Mm-hmm. The name. I mean, the, the pig now has a name, and it's an adorable yeah. name. Bella B. Swine. It's a cold world. It's a cold world. It's a cold, it's a cold world. world. Yeah. I just, I don't know. That's why I'm wearing a poncho. So fucking cold out there.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There was another uh, story that I thought was rather entertaining if you knew a little bit of the backstory. There's a businessman in West Palm Beach. His name's Rodney Mayo. And he owns a lot, like the 500 block of Clematis Street. If you ever go there, O'Shea's and um, all the businesses that are on there. He he has Hullabaloo. that. Hullabaloo. is uh, his. He also has Respectable Hallie's. Street. Yeah, Hallie's, the diner is his. Lost Weekend. Yeah, Lost Weekend, all those on that whole thing. And he didn't like the way that uh, the West Palm Beach mayor, Mayor James, was running the city. There were a couple things he didn't like. Like they... Uh, you know, revitalized the Sunset Lounge. He thought that was a complete waste of money. And there are also some taxes that he levied against uh, businesses that, uh, like his, restaurants, kind of like a, uh, a, a cafe tax or something like that if they had the tables out. And so Rodney Mayo's like, I'm going to do something about it. Rodney Mayo's a very vocal dude, especially on Facebook, man. He is not shy of blasting somebody. Well, when you, you play with his money, he, yeah. he speaks up quick. <laughs> And, of course, he had a clever campaign because, you know, his last name is spelled M-A-Y-O. You had an R. What do you got? Rodney Mayer. Yeah. Well, the current mayor, James, said, wait a minute. I'm not sure you even live in West Palm Beach because Rodney Mayo's got a cush little place in Lantana that's on the water. And so Keith James, he filed a thing saying this dude has to be a resident for six months before he can run for mayor. And he wound up winning in court. And so they kicked uh, Rodney Mayo off the ballot. So. Damn. And Rodney has an apartment in the 500 block of he does. Clematis. And he was saying that that was his residence. But the judge started unpacking it. And they kind of looked. All of the dogs were at the Lantana residence. And the, the judge cited about five different things. They're like, going, okay, it really looks like Rodney Mayo spending his time there. Uh, and not at the apartment. I would have done a little bit more play on mayonnaise than the mayor thing. I don't know. I think more people want to talk about food. Well, than, he's running for mayor, I not for it. a, it's almost too a cl- sandwich. It's almost too clever, you know? I don't oh, know. Is. I think it's pretty awesome. I would have yeah. gone with mayo. <laughs> you would have gone with mayonnaise? I would have done, we could have done something fun with that. Stick out. People are sick of the whole politician thing. They want, they want something, they want mayo. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> So these two are uh, fighting it out, and it's going to be very spicy, I'm sure. Well, now if Rodney 
moves into the apartment, which is mm. what he should do. Yeah. Move into the apartment. Yeah. Have somebody feed your dogs and live at your house for yeah. six months. And then in four years, you can try again. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, then Mayor James will be gone. But then he might be the one replacing him. Sure. Yeah. He just wanted him gone now. So instead, what Roddy Mayer is going to do, he's going to uh, try to recall Mayor James. So the fight's not over. Okay. It's just going to a different forum. I'm going to discount all mayo when I get into office. Oh, it's kind of a sexy. I don't want discount mayo. Vote mayo for mayo. <laughs> hey, it's Jay Bird. It's the new year, and let's try some great, delicious food like Bud's Chicken and Seafood. The new you needs delicious food in your belly, and Bud's is going to make that happen. Aunt Anne, who loved Bud's Chicken and Seafood, she always would say, Jay Bud, let's go get the crinkled cut fries from Bud's. She loved their french fries, and so do I. Bud'sChicken.com. You can order online now. Fill up in the whole team over there at Bud's. They do an amazing job. You go in there, say, hey, I listen to the KVJ show. They'll treat you real nice like. That's Bud'sChicken.com. The other story that uh, is pretty crazy to me is the missing mother in Massachusetts, Anna Walsh. Oh, yeah. Walsh with an E on the end. Her husband is clearly going to be convicted of her murder. Oh, he clearly killed her. He Google searched how to hide and dispose of a dead 115-pound body. He did four Google searches that they know of (laughs) on his son's iPad. The Google searches were how to stop a body from decomposing, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to, how long for someone to be missing to inherit and how long does DNA last? I still think we should wait for the facts to come. <laughs> I mean, dude. This guy was also, dude. he was busted for selling counterfeit art. Oh, yeah. He's a he dummy. was doing He's a bunch a of shady stuff. Oh. And the timeline, how it looks like, it looks, because if you go and look at his wife's Instagram, which I have, yeah. he hasn't been in any pictures in her Instagram feed for months. How do people in today's day and age not know you can't Google about murdering what? somebody? She had a great job. She was doing great in her career. Yeah. He was a criminal and literally falling apart. She went to him and she said, I'm leaving you. And he said, oh, not. I'm stabbing you. How to kill my wife and get away He stabbed with it. her in the moment of rage and then had her body in the basement. Well... If it was something that he knew she was leaving him. Yep, that's what went down. That might not be a moment of rage. That might have been, he might have known that was happening. He might have planned this. She knew. He got, he got planned better. She she was going around <laughs> trying to sell their properties that they had together. She was putting her ducks in a row for the divorce of leaving him. And she had every good reason to. So he's, he's he sounds like he, he knew then. He yeah. knew. Okay, then th- this is, they're going to get him for. They, they've got 10 trash bags of evidence <laughs> that has bloodstained items, including a hacksaw, towels, a tarp, a purse. And then they've got him on record purchasing $450 in cleaning supplies. All of that shows that the, if there's any kind of premeditation <laughs> going on there, they're going to get him for murder one. Oh, yeah. He's, he's done. He's the sloppiest idiot. Yeah. And so many murderers are dumb as shit. I can't believe it. It's unreal. It. I just couldn't even believe it as I was looking at all that. It's, it's like, how, what other evidence could I leave? If you had to do a, a book on how not to get away with murder, this guy has written it. He's done everything the wrong way. These dummies always going to Walmart on camera buying an axe, buying the trash bags, buying the limestone, the shovel. Oh, 
Yeah, at two o'clock in the morning. I swear I was gardening. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the dumbest shit. Dumbest shit. Unreal. People do not know how to murder. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, did you see that uh, Pizza Hut has broken the world record for the world's largest pizza? The surface area of this pizza they put together is more than 14,000 square feet. 14,000 square feet. Seven of my feet. houses. How many, how many Rocco's is that? It's probably how many Rocco's? It's how many Rocco's house. Yeah, it's, it's a massive, massive area. They wow. Use more than 14,000 pounds of dough, 5,000 pounds of sauce, 88,000 pounds of cheese, and tons of pepperoni. There's no way you cook that completely great across the board, right? Where's the oven that can fit it? They have a device, and it hovers over the surface of the pizza, oh. and it cooks it that way. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Doesn't seem healthy. So well, the thing I was wondering, yeah, because they have pizza, they have people walking all over it, putting down the ingredients. What is what's what's the point at the end? You can't eat it. No, they did. They divided it into sixty eight thousand slices and gave it to local food banks. People were walking on it. Yeah, look, power of pizza, man. I, I would I would eat pizza <laughs> if someone walked on foot it. pizza. It depends on the foot. If you walked <laughs> on it, I, I could I could get I could still eat it. Well, I have a clean foot. And that was not a foot fetish kind of a comment, so don't even get it twisted. You or the chat room. this sounds like great content for the OnlyFans. I'll walk on pizza, you eat it. That sounds like a great mystery sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a mystery if you say it. Let me bring mystery sound back. <laughs> and did you see that that, uh, that Pepto-Bismol colored dipping sauce is on the market now, the pink sauce. Somebody figured out how to actually make it the right way with <laughs> preservatives to make it shelf-stable and yeah. not kill people. Yeah. Well, that's that good. Chef Pie or whatever out of Miami that had uh, put it together and then got busted because they were shipping it all over the place. <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't shelf-safe. And, you know, it's got a lot of stuff in it. It's got dragon fruit puree, canola oil, coconut cream, sugar, distilled white vinegar, garlic, and ranch flavor. And uh, they say it's a bright bubblegum-hued Pepto-Bismol-looking condiment that uh, goes great with chicken tacos, eros, and more. And it's not artificially colored, so that's kind of cool. I'm it's, not feeling it. It's from the dragon fruit that makes yeah. it pink. I love I'm feeling that color. I don't know if I'm down with it either. I would try it. You can now get it at uh, Walmart, I guess, and other locations. It is $9.99 for a 13-ounce bottle. Damn, that's a pricey sauce. Is it? It's a pricey sauce yeah. is through the roof right now. Is if it you really? go local, it's next level. Ten bucks for thirteen ounces. Yeah, man, Dang. sauce is expensive as shit. Wow. Okay. And I really am in the sauce game. We oh, I know. know you are. Yeah. No, no one is fighting you on that. You've earned that respect. Thank you, little ladies. <laughs> Cowbird. That's right, Cowbird. Giddy up. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, who makes, who is overpaid. Uh, Dan had said UPS drivers make 40 bucks an hour, which is a lot more than everybody else in the industry, but we do work hard. Well, then I think they deserve yeah, it. Yeah, look, I mean, yeah, it, it, to me, it was just people that maybe, you know, questionably don't. You want everyone to get a little piece if, you know, yeah. you never want someone to not get a piece. UPS drivers, they work late. 
My friend yeah. is one. They work. Yeah. He, he gets home at nine p.m. Yeah, look, I, I I got nothing. If if you make an ass load of money, but you can justify, oh, good for you. To me, it's yes. You want the job where you make an ass load of money, and you have you. There's no way you can justify the money you make. We all that's should the job we all want. Wish goodwill upon our neighbors and friends and loved ones. We all should want to crush. Yeah. It. I, I know what you're saying though. Yeah. If someone's a pimp, you don't want them to crush it. Yeah, because they're a horrible. I want that, that job where I make three hundred thousand dollars and sit on my ass all day. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get to. I'll here. sit on anybody's ass for that. Yeah. <laughs> See? Flying too close to that sun again, so Nick, you're going to get that guy's dick out hard again. <laughs> I said I'd sit on his ass, not his dick. Yeah. Don't worry. He just wants you to sit on him somewhere. <laughs> well, Tony sent this in. Maybe this will get him going. I love Virginia's face during Read My Lips. And uh, oh. it's kind of hot oh. if you're watching KBJ TV. Uh, somebody needs to draw a penis going into that. Holy Photoshop. I'm sure your 22-year-old might. <laughs> Dog, don't see. You're throwing it care. out there. Yeah. It's all penis going in my mouth. I think it's funny. <laughs> it, is, it is funny. <laughs> I was waiting to see if someone would do it to the WRMF van because, again, I had my mouth open oh, big yeah. on that. No one ever drew a dong on the RMF van. I, I might have to do it myself. I'm still mad about that RMF van picture because we took the picture. I, I just had eaten a cookie, and there's chocolate stuck in my tooth. So if you look up, oh, I have man. food stuck in my yeah. tooth. On the fucking van. Tooth decay Pennington. <laughs> fucking food in my tooth. Hey, why don't you floss? I just ate stuff. First of all, you have to stop picking out the pictures. <laughs> as long as Virginia looks great, that's, that's, that's all it. That's yeah. it. I don't even out. notice that y'all are in the picture when I pick them. I know, because you let one picture get in. And that got on a billboard. Bro, no, there was one where I had family members reach out and go, Bird, are you okay? You look like you were 90 and just... On crack. Just really, just really. I, I wasn't trying to be mean by picking those pictures where y'all looked bad. I, I swear... I didn't even notice you were in the picture. I only look at myself, and if I look good, boobies popping, yeah, face on point. Yeah, let's do that one. She does not mm-hmm. look. She don't give a shit if you're in there. Both me and Kevin look like we, we just got punched in the nuts. Terrible, yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to switch that out. We, it's too much power. Yeah. We too much power. <laughs> uh, talking about interesting uh, radio people photos, Everett sent us this. Uh, this is pretty funny. Our old buddy Paul Castanova, back when he was at uh, She, W. She. Look at that. He's wow. got, he got a white man afro Shit. and a sweet mustache. Oh my gosh, he had to crush it with the poontang. Paul heard him. Miami in the '80s? You kidding me? Look at that. Dang. Yeah. Did he also sell coke on the side? Because it looks like. <laughs> He's a villain from Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. That, that is what we call Thank a panty you. dropper. Thank you, Everett. I will be sending that to you <laughs> That's all a great, today. That's a great picture. Yeah. I'm going to be texting that to him in a minute. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, let me see a couple other uh, comments that uh, we got here. Stacy from Parkland talking about uh, Publix. And she said, hey, I'm just catching up on last week's podcast. A little surgery I had to go through, but I got a comment on Jason's Publix rant. First, my husband and I refer to multiple Publixes as pub lie. Okay. Um, Second, yes, as vegetarians, they are never prepared to make the sandwiches on the menu. Before the falafel, they add a tofu and veggie sub, and I would have to go around the store, collect the ingredients, and bring them with me to the deli counter. The first time I asked for the falafel, they had to go find a binder with pages of instructions to make it. I haven't even attempted to order the vegan turkey sandwich posted on the menu. Shouldn't they train the staff before they post the menu? Just take it off the menu. 
I agree. It's front yes. and center, Kevin. Yeah, you have to. If it's on the menu, everybody has to be ready to make it. You always have to think of, you know what they call that a lot of times, barriers of entry. And that's just any inconvenience a consumer might encounter while trying to use a product. And you have to be aware enough that when your customers have that issue, you've got to take care of it and remove that barrier. I love Publix, but having somebody go get the ingredients and then bring them back is not the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. It's not. Yeah. So definitely that'd be a message. Casey sent this in about orders gone wrong and that malicious compliance, that is workers who are giving away lots of things that uh, maybe they shouldn't or don't need to. Extra Extra chicken nuggets. Yeah. Woohoo. Uh, Casey said, I can't remember what show it was on, but you're talking about employees who knowingly do things or give away products to negatively affect the company they work for. Well, in December, my mom ordered $100 worth of Bath and Body Works products to give away to family members as gifts. The first box was delivered with everything inside, no issues. Two days later, another four boxes show up to my mom's house from Bath and Body Works. Confused, my mom opens the boxes to find four duplicate orders of the first and a handwritten note that says, Merry Christmas from a disgruntled Bath and Body Works employee. My mom says she has enough products to gift to people for the next three years. Dang. And, and we've I bet, you know, uh, uh, Bath and Body Works, they've been having issues. We talked about how they're closing, I think, six more Florida stores and they're doing mass layoffs and they're having a lot of issues. Is that Bed Bath & Beyond or is that what Bath is & Body Works? Those are maybe they're Maybe they're all falling apart. Different. Yeah, don't get me started on Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay. I'm beyond pissed, Kevin. Well, what's going on with the freaking Bath & Body places? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't want to live in a country where you have to spend 70 bucks for a towel. Make mm. <laughs> <laughs> it a joke. I love this country. <laughs> and uh, another place that has had some issues as well, that's the FTX and the arena that uh, was bearing its name. They actually had to go to court to get that removed. It's not like maybe FTX put up a fight because that just happened last week. And uh, Casey uh, sent this in, says, the new sign for the Miami basketball arena, they call it uh, Miami-Dade Arena now. Looks like they had five different people design the word Miami, and then they used one letter from each design. <laughs> the Heat have been doing this on their uniforms. But I, I don't look. I I'm not a style and design guy. I admit that, but I don't get it, man. It looks terrible. It looks like one of those um, kidnap letters where <laughs> they take a letter from different magazines to try to throw somebody off. I don't get it. I look at it. I'm like, that's ugly as shit, man. I don't get. It. And they were bragging about how many different combinations they have. I'm like, who cares, man? They all look terrible. That looks shitty. You're right. Maybe that building's it. under someone's got it. I never got that. I don't know if people love that, but I'm like, I wouldn't buy a Miami Heat jersey looking like that. I'm like, that's ugly as hell, man. And now it's on the arena. It's called Murder Murderer Manifesto Font. Yeah. Easy to say, too. It's very easy to say. Is that really what it's called? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> made it up. Okay. <laughs> Murderer Manifesto. Yeah. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So thank you very much for all of the emails today. You can always send us stuff. You got a question or a comment or a story. Mail at kvjshow.com. One more day to the weekend. See y'all back here tomorrow. Goodbye.